We are so thankful to have Andra Erickson, founder of Moms of Multiples, on our show today. She tackles the subject of thriving in motherhood instead of just surviving. We talk about how motherhood should be an amazing experience, but we find most days we are just holding on until bedtime. You felt that, right? Andra gives us some tips to bring back the magic in motherhood and make every day a good one. We hope you learn as much as we did in this episode, and it helps you to thrive today. Enjoy. You're listening to Moms Out Loud. You're tired? Tell me how you're tired. <laughs> what Maybe we favorite? should fill people in. Look at us, baby. Do a spin day. How does it I go away from the offer. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, guys, so we have our guest for today, Andra, with us. Would you like to say hi, Andra, and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, everyone. My name is Andra Erickson. I, you know what, whenever us moms, we introduce ourselves, we always start with our kids. So I'm going to start with me. (laughs) I am an ice cream connoisseur. I love ice cream. I love hiking the Rocky Mountains. They're in my, they're my backdrop in my, to my house. I love hiking and I have perfected the art of roasting marshmallows. I absolutely love a good (laughs) marshmallow toasted golden brown, golden brown. That's amazing. (laughs) That is harder than you think. (laughs) I know it is. I have, I'll tell you guys all the secrets later if you want, but I, I love it. So I'm a mom of two identical twin boys. They're 11 years old, and I have a three-year-old daughter. And um, during the day, I help moms of multiples go from surviving to thriving. And I'm really passionate about this because I've been on both sides. I um, was a very young mom when my twins were born. They were they weren't planned, but they weren't not planned, if you know what I mean. Um, so yeah. they were definitely spontaneous. Um, and so I was I was definitely overwhelmed and stressed and feeling all the emotions. And um, after going through my life coach school training, I realized that all of that was optional. Like, There's so much stuff that we can do to be in complete control of our motherhood. And I just said, I have to share this with moms of multiples and because we kind of speak, we speak the same language, if you know what I mean. So that's why I just love it. That's awesome. I'm so, so happy you're here, like talking to us, talking to our audience. And I feel like you're going to bring some value to us. So I'm very excited. Yeah. So... Um, so you, you mentioned this surviving, um, is, is way more exhausting than thriving. So I, we're curious to hear how, how do we survive, um, or not just survive. How do we thrive? We'd love to hear more. I, I love it. So it is so incredible that one of the biggest, um, you know, physical sensations that we feel in our motherhood is exhausted. We're just so stinking exhausted all the time. But the thing that I think that we don't understand and that we don't learn about that um, I would like to help you guys with is that there are three different types of exhaustion. So there's 
obviously the physical exhaustion, you know, where we don't get a lot of sleep, we're up all night when we have little ones, and um, the, that physical exhaustion of taking care of little kids. That is real. It is, it is um, definitely a huge piece of our exhaustion. But what I, what the cool thing about it is, is just think about you are a mom, so your body was built to be able to handle all of that. Yeah. Like yes. we, wow. we were created to have babies, right? And so the your body can can take all of that quote unquote abuse. <laughs> the lack of sleep, the uh, the you know, diaper changes and taking care of kids and toddlers and all of that. Like we were born to handle all yeah. of that. It's Isn't that so cool, cool to think about. Like I think we forget it is. Well, it brings me back to when, you know, Rachel's really, really big on her sleep. And before she started having kids, she's like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. You know, if the kid, if the kids keep me up, you know, at night and I'm like, well, you'll just, you'll know what to do. You can do it. And it just, yeah, it is a natural thing for us. It's crazy to be able to because I do. I love sleep so much. And obviously I have a six month old, so I still don't sleep like consistently through the night and I'm surprised I'm alive, but I'm like, I'm yeah. alive and well, you know, not like just alive. So it's crazy. Cause I never expected to be able to handle it. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. So the other two types of exhaustion that we, we infl- <laughs> inflict upon ourselves is the mental and emotional exhaustion, right? So the mental is all of the, the chatter, the the noise in in our the of our thoughts about our motherhood. This is so hard. I can't do this. The kids are so exhausting. There's this is so challenging. I get no I have no personal space. Like all of the thoughts that we yeah. have about motherhood, yeah. those are mentally and emotionally exhausting. And yeah. those I that's what we really should be focusing on in our exhaustion is cleaning that up because we have complete control over all of that. Yeah. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. So so I didn't even think to separate that. (laughs) I just kind of mesh it together. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So just kind of go with me to this analogy that I, I, I thought of for this podcast. So pretend like you go to bed at 10 o'clock at night. And your baby, like you wake up two or three times in the middle of the night. And then at seven o'clock, the babies wake up and you're, you know, have to get out of bed and go take care of the babies. Typically, the first thought is, oh, I was up all night. I didn't get enough sleep. And you're just so tired. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But then let's rewind and play that scenario over again go to bed at 10 o'clock, you wake up two or three times in the middle of the night, like the same situation happened, but it's now 4.30 in the morning and you get up and you're like, yes, I get to go to Disneyland today. You are energized. It doesn't matter how much sleep you got that night. Like, sure. unless you hate Disneyland. <laughs> but, yeah. but, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but think of like, if there was something really exciting, it's like Christmas morning, like we have a hard time sleeping and yet, we still are energized and excited and it doesn't matter how much sleep you yeah. got. Right. right. So it, it really is your thoughts, not how you, ch- how much sleep you're getting. Hmm. 
It's how you're yeah, choosing to think like a about mindset it. thing. Oh, for sure. 100%. And so if you are taking that mindset and you just start questioning it. So what, what happens is let's Rachel, let's talk about your thoughts about sleep these days. Cause you have a six yes. month old. So tell me like you wake up at what time? Um, I wake up roughly between like 545, 615. Cause my toddler, he doesn't sleep in ever. So, <laughs> okay. So tell me like those date, those really nights that you had a really hard time and then your toddler woke you up. Like what were some of the thoughts that you were thinking? Uh, Usually, usually it's like making my husband wake up so he can go deal with him. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it's one of those things where it's like, this is really early. Like I'm not ready, you know, that, and oftentimes it's like my back hurts because the baby slipped on me all night and. I just, it's dark outside. I wish it was light. (laughs) I know that's like really random, but it's kind of just like I am really tired and I have to do this all day and I have to just like not be angry that I didn't get to sleep. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Yes. No, it's so good. So, I mean, one of the thoughts you said is this is early and what I want to tell you is like, you think that that's just a fact, right? You think that that like is just how it is, but that's just a relative. That's all relative. That's a, that's a, a mindset that you have is this is, this is just early. This toddler does not sleep. And so if you can't like people, but that's the, the challenge that we have is people just think that this is early. That's just a fact. And we have to like, wait a minute, we have to get curious with our thoughts so that we can kind of loosen the grip of our story that we have about exhaustion and sleep. Yeah. Because this is early isn't a fact, right? Yeah. Kind of interesting, right? It is. I'm just, I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here just like my mouth open. So sorry if I don't say anything because I'm like, oh, this is really interesting. <laughs> I've never thought of this before. Okay. Right. I know. Like, why do they not teach us all this stuff? I'm telling you. I just like sometimes I'm like, we should have a little bit more training. <laughs> yeah. But especially in our like all the mom classes that we took during pregnancy. It's like, okay, someone needs to teach us more on like the positive, po- yes. positive speak. So, yes, like even the thought, this is one that's going to be a trigger for some of you, because even the thought she said, I have to do all this all day. Right. Yeah. You guys think that that's a fact. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? It feels like a fact to me. (laughs) It does. It feels like a fact. But I mean, if you really want to explore it, how is it not a fact? You could get somebody else to do the kids. Yeah. Right? I mean, if we really want to go to extremes, we could put them up for adoption. Oh, my word. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. (laughs) Right? I was like, wait, who's watching the kids for me? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's so fascinating that like when we feel like we're stuck, we don't think that there's any other way. Like I have to do this all day. No, it's a choice. Rachel, you and... We, you, you're choosing to, to do this all day. And so when you remember that, 
oh, it's just freeing because now you're not stuck. Yeah. That makes sense. You're choosing it and you want to keep choosing it, obviously. Yes, I do. Yeah. I do too. I'm not like we all do. That's what motherhood is, is we want to be here. We want to be doing that. But when we feel like we're stuck, it, it just disempowers us. It doesn't leave us empowered in our motherhood Mm. at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And I feel like this, this can be across the board, everything that you choose to do in your life and not just motherhood. Um, 100%. Anyway. Like soon, I mean, soon we're going to have Christmas and I I guess I don't know when this podcast is going to go out, but we're going to have holidays. And sometimes we think that the holidays are just put upon us. Like they're like, we don't have a choice in what we do. And that is not an empowering thing to think about the holidays and why we stress about the holidays all the time. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, because on the flip side, it's like, okay, well, would we rather not have all this stuff upon us? Yeah, no, we want this stuff. So we're choosing this stuff. So why are we, yeah, putting ourselves in that mindset? Yeah. Well, and one of the things that is so challenging and tricky about, especially about social media nowadays, is we say our challenges... And then people pile on and they validate those challenges. Sorry, I'm kind of going off on a tangent a little bit. But this is, That's it's right. tricky because people then validate you. So then you think your story is true. Ah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you get stuck in that story. And you don't think that there's a way out of it. And that's the that's the light that I'm shining on motherhood. Um because we're n- there's no, no nothing about motherhood that we're stuck in. Yeah. Wow. And you can remember that you're freed. That's interesting and crazy. I'm just sitting here like what? <laughs> like like why are yeah. why aren't we already just like reframing our thoughts? You know what I mean? Right. Because yeah. you just think they're true. Yeah. That's the problem. Wow. Yeah. So you got to, that's the, if I have a biggest tip for you, it's just to get curious about every thought that you have, like just get curious about it. How could that not be true? How could I think about that differently? What, how is that thought serving me? Yeah. Wow. Well, and this kind of goes into something that I've had to think about in the past. Um, when all I attracted were negative friends and I know this kind of goes off on a little tangent here. But it's what I'm thinking and what I'm saying, and then that's what I'm attracting. And so if we change our way of talking and thinking and all that, we're going to attract other people that also are, like, rephrasing things and and being more positive and all that. So this is kind of, yeah, anyway, my brain is just cycling through that thought as well. (laughs) Yeah. It's It's fascinating. Alexa, tell me when you think about surviving in motherhood, we think about, I mean, everybody says this all the time. It's a, it's a huge trigger word. We just feel like we're surviving. So what emotions do you feel when you think about surviving in motherhood? Like the one word emotion. Oh man. I have some. Oh man. <laughs> I like when I'm just feel like one of those days where I'm just surviving, I feel I think I feel angry or sad would be my my main emotions together. <laughs> okay. 
perfect. And when you're angry throughout the day in your motherhood, what do you like? What actions do you take? What do you want? What do you do? Well, I tend to have. Yeah, I tend to have a lot less patience and I tend to yell a lot more than I would other days. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? So this is the coolest thing about my work is our thoughts, like those surviving thoughts, they create our emotions and our emotions drive our actions. So if there's actions that you don't like in your life, you have to change how you're thinking about the situation. Wow. Yeah. That's it. And it's funny that people are like, oh, you just have to change your brain. Well, yeah, you really like that's literally how it is. There's always a different way of viewing it. And some people, like some moms really have a hard time with figuring that out, which is why I have a job, which is fantastic. Because then we can just dissect these, we dissect their situations and they can then be empowered to, to change their behaviors. Wow, yeah. No, this is good because like, Yeah. I mean, on bad days, sometimes when I'm like, okay, this day is set up to be another bad day. um, I'm like, well, we need to get outside. But that's just the only thought that I think. It's not necessarily that I'm thinking about my emotions or changing my emotions or changing my thoughts or whatever. It's just Mm -hmm. trying to ignore them (laughs) in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Because going outside is is a little easier to just to handle, but then it's not solving the root of the problem. You're like changing the situation is never going to fix the problem. It just temporarily puts a mask on it. Yeah. Right. So you're kind of like a counselor in a way. (laughs) It's kind of, yes. There's, so there's a, we definitely have a lot of like overlap life between the type of coaching that I do now. Not everybody does their coaching like this. Coaching is a, um, is an unregulated industry. Some people will just come and tell you how to do your motherhood and tell you your actions. And that's, I don't, you know how to be the best mom for your kids. That's my belief. Do you know why? Because you're their mom. Yeah. And so I have, I help my clients tap into their motherly intuitions. I help them remember bring up their self-confidence. I help them to eliminate this overwhelm, exhaustion, guilt, anger, all of those negative emotions. Not because I think that you have to have, be happy all the time. That's not why. I actually think that life is 50, a a balance of 50-50 positive and negative emotions. That's my belief. But there's negative emotions that propel us forward. Anger, overwhelm, discouraged, those are all emotions that are not going to propel you forward to make the life that you want to live. Right. But feeling intimidated or vulnerable or rejected, unsettled, discontent, like those quote-unquote negative emotions, they help propel you forward. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. So yeah. we want, it's not that we want to be happy all the time. That's not what I'm saying. We want a good balance. But um, so that's that's the type of coaching that I do is we get to the root of the problem. And we're all humans. We're all going to have problems. Like you have a brain. Right. 
fucked up. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, like this is that's how the brain is designed to create. It's crazy because the brain wants us to just survive, and we, as yeah. our like our souls, we want to thrive. Yeah. And so we have yeah. to override the brain. And that's what I do. That is so interesting. Sure, like our brain is working for us, not the other way around. Yeah. Exactly. But your brain does try to like protect you and almost sometimes puts you in that survival mode when your mind is thinking like, this is a bad day. Everybody's upset. This is a hard day. Like I just can't, you know, none of us can seem to fix our attitude. So we're just going to buckle down until the next morning, so to speak. And um your body will just like take over because of those thoughts where it's like, okay, cool. Then you're just doing the motions. You're, you're making sure everybody's alive and fed and not, you know, beating each other up or anything. And then there's no joy in that. Like in the evening, you're not like, wow, I feel like today was, you know, a nice day of mothering. Not that every day's a nice day, but there's highs and lows in every day, of course. But it's just some days, like even through the hard moments, if you handled it, how you would have liked to handle it you can be like wow you know today was was a a good one you know even with the highs and lows so that's thriving that's that is thriving is taking all of the highs and the lows in stride in and and knowing that you handled them how you want to handle them as a mother that's thriving I love that and to be able to harness that um when you have twins is amazing because every mom that I, I meet that has more than one child at the same age is kind of losing their sanity. So yes, it's really interesting that, yeah, you're, you're able to be like, okay, well, here's what we're going to do to fix that. And, um, and I love that. I love it. It's so empowering. That's like, it's my favorite word is I, I really help moms take back control of their motherhood so they can stop surviving and thrive. And here's the crazy part. When mom is thriving, her kids can thrive. Yeah. So this is not yeah. selfish work. Like this is this is work that you need to be doing as a mom because you want your kids thriving. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I have a close friend who has twins and just seeing her interact with her baby, she does such a good job. But I'm just like, there's two of them. So it's just like, (laughs) I'm just thinking of like me, you know, how it's hard. Like, obviously I have, I have two kids, but one's a toddler, one's a baby. And so they're at different stages. So they have different needs at different times versus like very similar needs at very similar times. I'm just like, yeah, there's two of them and there's one of you. Hey. (laughs) And isn't that interesting, Rachel, that that's already the talk we've put inside of our brains? Like, if we were to have twins, we would start with that. We would start with, oh, no, there's two of them. (laughs) And that's where moms start. That's interesting. And that's, yeah, that's not how you want to start That is where they start. And it's not how you want to start. I promise. (laughs) All of my pregnant twin mamas out there, I don't want you to start it like that. No, it's right. not a good way to start off. It, that's a mindset. That is how you're choosing to think about your motherhood. So we definitely yes, need to be really yes. intentional with how we're thinking about our motherhood. Do you think yeah. you have any like small step of 
advice for our listeners or like anybody where like to to start changing your your thoughts is it like a something like you write it out like would that be helpful like all your thoughts that you're like oh I have this thought and I know it's making me respond negatively so like writing it on paper maybe to like reframe it to how you want to kind of like manifesting what you want through like writing. I don't know if that's how it works at all, but I'm just 100, curious. Oh, it 100% helps. So we say the problem is in the brain. Let's get it out of your brain and onto paper so that we can, it's like putting some distance between you and your thoughts, right? Wow. We yeah. are, we also need to remember that we're not our thoughts. Our thoughts are just like, yeah. they. we have 40, this is going to blow your mind. We have 40 to 60,000 thoughts a day. Yikes. So you yeah. are not your thoughts. They are just there to try to keep you safe. And so when you can separate yourself from them, write them down on a piece of paper, then get curious. Curious is one of my favorite emotions. Just question all of it. Why do mm. I think my husband should change the diaper this way? Why do I think that my toddler shouldn't be throwing a tantrum? Why do I think like, right? And then you just start getting yeah. really curious about it and then be intentional with how you want what you want to put back in your brain like once it's out on paper you get to then decide what you want to put back wow yeah and it's a process it's this is it's not going to happen over i mean some of your thoughts really can happen overnight you're like oh heck no i'm done thinking that that's a thought i don't want to think that ever again like some of them but some of them like about especially about sleep some of them might be really challenging. Some of you have this thought, I'm not a morning person. That's a thought. It's not a fact. Yeah. I actually want to touch on that really yeah. fast because I have always been, like my whole life prior to kids, I've always been like, I'm not a morning person. Like I like to sleep. So it's not like I'd wake up cranky by any means, but I wasn't like 5 a.m. Woohoo, let's go for a run or anything kind of person Mm -hmm. and my husband is very much a morning person and he would be up for like two hours before me on the weekends and things like that and then you know kids came around and now I actually do consider myself a morning person just because I've you know that's all I know anymore and um, it's interesting because it's I've always been like oh I'll never like be a morning person I love sleeping and then you just like start doing it and you're like oh it's not that bad like the sun's out I, I'm your awake thoughts about it and I'm like oh it's kind of nice you know I get like my, my days longer <laughs> and all this kind of stuff and it's just so interesting because now it's like oh you know all of a sudden I'm a morning person just because those little thoughts like over time made me be like oh this isn't too bad I don't hate it you know yeah. so I think that's so interesting exactly yeah it's fascinating yeah yeah, so you just got to, yeah, I, I highly recommend, I call it a brain dump. You just dump all of your thoughts out onto your brain, of your brain down on a piece of paper and then get curious about them. Because like of all the thoughts, about maybe 10, maybe 10% will be facts. Maybe. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and then you get to dissect yeah. the thoughts from the, from the, uh, I think that's so interesting. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about with this um, particular topic before we have you plug your course? Um, I think surviving is just, it is how 
society has chosen to think about motherhood. Yeah. And if you yeah. don't want to be like, if you are in um, mom groups or you see motherhood in a way that you don't want to experience it, you don't have to adopt the way that society has said motherhood goes. I, I have loved yeah. helping people transform their motherhoods into what they literally dreamed it to be before the kids arrived. I love that. Like, yeah, you can dream about, like, think about before those kids were born, what you dreamt motherhood was, and you can create that. It's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. It's, it's so yeah. empowering and powerful. And so just... I, that I think is my biggest plug is if you don't want to continue to have your motherhood be the same, it doesn't have to be. You don't have to wait for those kids to grow. They don't have to sleep through the night. They don't have to stop throwing tantrums. They don't have to be out of the house <laughs> in order for you to start thriving. We can, you can thrive in your motherhood at any phase of your kid's life. And I think that it's our responsibility as moms to thrive so that our children can thrive. That's beautiful. We're the teachers. I We're the teachers this. of yeah. them. I love that. That's so beautiful. Well, and I love this because like, because like you said, I mean, we go online and I see a lot of stuff about, you know, drinking to survive motherhood. And yeah. like, I don't drink. I also homeschool. So... I'm not special. Like, I'm not – when people talk to me, they're like, oh, you choose to be with your children. And, like, they think that I'm, like, I have more patience than everyone else or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But it is. It, it's true. It's like if you choose to thrive or if you if you have this goal or if you have this vision of, like, what you want your motherhood to be or I want to homeschool my kids and be with them all the time, then I'll make that happen. And that you don't have to be a special woman to – to accomplish your goals so exactly I really love that yeah exactly I mean the moms that are like I I if I can't survive unless I have my coffee and I'm like well I don't drink coffee or alcohol and I'm doing just fine so it's not it's not that those outside um things are not what's helping you survive in your motherhood yeah I I actually love that don't you don't need them (laughs) Yes, because I was thinking the same thing before Alexa brought that up because I think there's like a really big like wine culture right now when it comes to motherhood and it makes me kind of sad that there's like, though people look at their, their motherhood as this is something I have to do. Like I had kids, now I'm stuck. I have to do this. It's really hard. And so I just wait until, you know, the, it's 5 PM and I'm allowed to bring out the wine and then it's like my treat to myself for surviving the day. And then it's just constantly um, just like solidifying that like we're all just surviving and that's the, like if the best you can do is survive, well, that's the best you can do. And I love like your mindset like shifting on this because it's like why, why make motherhood be such a sad hard thing just because of the way that we frame it in our minds you know when it can be something so much more um it makes me really sad not that we don't all have days where they're really hard 
but I love um, what you do and what your like goal is with what you do to help mothers just like have the motherhood that they have always wanted. It doesn't have to be like, okay, just another day of making it through. It's like laying down at night and being like, that was a wonderful day. I love what I get to do. I can't wait to do it again tomorrow, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so it's so empowering and so much fun to bring all of that awareness to people because I, I hear you and I'm, I'm with you that, you know, they're, they're, people are drinking at the end of the day because they are trying to, uh, we call it a buffer in our, in life coaching, but they are trying to escape their emotions. Yeah. And so one of my, the huge things that I do is I teach how to process emotions, how to help you experience emotions in a positive way because I think we have been given emotions to experience in life but we just aren't taught how to yeah so we run to the cookie jar for a cookie when we're upset or stressed and we run to the wine at night when we're overwhelmed instead of just learning how to feel a little stress and a little overwhelmed yeah and learn how to properly not necessarily like properly, but learn how to be okay with processing our emotions, even when they're hard. Yeah. Because I think exactly. like I, my husband and I always say that like we have hard talks because that's where, how we get to the good parts of our relationship, you know? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and those emotions, by the way, they're not so hard when you don't resist them. Yes. I that's agree. just a little side note. No, <laughs> I agree. Just allow them. And you're not trying to push them away or layer like what we do is like instead of just feeling stressed, we feel stressed and then overwhelmed and then anxious and then frustrated and annoyed. And like we layer them, right? Yeah. And I'm like, no, let's just strip all of that back and let's just feel a little frustrated or feel a little annoyed or whatever. Yeah. You know, I, I tend to be, um, a crier. Like I just, that's like, I crying comes naturally to me very easily so about happy things, about sad things, it's kind of like, you know, how grandmas cry when you leave their house or whatever. It's like, I'm that grandma. I just am crying about everything all the time. And I used to be very like ashamed of that and being like, oh, I, why am I always crying about stuff? Like if I, if I hear a nice song, I will cry. Like it's that easy for me to cry. And I had a really wise counselor at one point who was like, you know, you really always try and like stuff back your tears because you're worried about how it will make other people feel for you to like have that emotion. But like, what if you need to cry and you just cry, you know? And I was like, whoa, what if I need to cry? I'll just cry, you know, and not worry about like how other people will handle my emotion because it's like not theirs to have to handle. It's mine. And, um, so now I still kind of, depending on where I am, I'll try to not just like cry in people's faces all the time, but you know, it's kind of cool to like feel okay when it's a nice song and I'm feeling sappy and touched. It's like I'm allowed to have a few tears about that and not be ashamed that that's how my I'm processing my emotions of XYZ, you know? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so good. It really is so good because it's not their emotion, it's yours. So you get to handle it however you want. Yeah. Like, I love yeah. that. It's that was beautiful advice. <laughs> 
Thank you. I love it. I'm just laughing because I feel like I talk about me crying a lot on this podcast. People are like, we get it. You cry, Rachel. Okay. <laughs> Stop talking about it already. We cry. We laugh. We do it all. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. It. Thank you so much for kind of breaking through that topic with us. I thought that was so interesting and I really am just excited to try to do the brain dump thing that you recommended because... I just think that makes a lot of sense. Like logically, it's like, oh, dad, just write it and then work through it. Easy peasy, right? And then it's not like you're carrying that because it's out on paper. So I think that's really, really cool and good advice. Um, I would love to have you tell our listeners a little bit about your method course and how you think it'd benefit them. So I have developed, so over the last two years of coaching one-on-one with clients, I realized that I was telling the same kind of stories and the same things over and over and over. And so I compiled all of those lessons and the tools and the training that I was doing with my one-on-one clients to into a course so that I can access more moms. I can only coach so many, <laughs> so many moms of multiples. And so I wanted to put together um, a course that will, is the, that, to gives you the foundation in your motherhood so that you can thrive. And so this course helps you understand why you are where you are in your motherhood. And I promise it's all just because you're not, you haven't been taught all of this stuff. It gives you your power back. It cr- helps you create the motherhood of your dreams. I help you with your motherhood structure. We give you the, a self-confidence boost And we also have a kind of like a bonus about being future focused. So being the type of mom that you want to be um, in the future as well. I help you with that. And um, I've actually unlocked. So there's 16 lessons and I've unlocked three of them to just give away. So um, that you can find that at andraerickson.com forward slash sneak peek. S-N-E-A-K-P-E-E-K. These lessons are the ones that I unlocked. They're only five minutes. So it's literally 15 minutes of your time. And if you take these lessons and apply them to your motherhood, I promise you will start thriving today. So go ahead and go and check that out. It's pretty powerful. My name is Andra Erickson, A-N-D-R-A-E-R-I with a C-K-S-O-N dot com forward slash sneak peek. It has been a pleasure and a joy to be with you, to bring some of this wonderful goodness that I have in my brain out to your podcast. I love teaching about this. I love shining a light on motherhood because motherhood is magical, but we're not seeing a lot of the magic nowadays. But it yeah. can, we can get that back. It's not gone. It is there. And we just have to untap. We have to untap some of the um, beliefs that we have decided to take on and um, start being able to tap into our motherhood intuition and our self-confidence so that we can thrive every day. Wow. I love that so much. And thank you so much for yeah. sharing um, your course. I'm so excited to check that out and hopefully our listeners will as well. And actually, can I have you plug your Instagram as well? Because I've really been enjoying it. So go ahead and plug your Instagram. Perfect. I'm at moms of multiples coaching. So, and here's the thing, this course is also for you. Like it, yes, it, it 
targets, obviously moms of multiples, but all of this stuff that I talked about today can be applied to any motherhood. You moms with singletons probably didn't even know that that was a word. That's what we call you. (laughs) We're twin moms. There's triplet moms and then there's singletons. I love it. There we go. This all applies to you guys too. So feel free to go and check it out. Um, I will ask you if you're a mom of multiples on the little form that I ask for. But other than that, you can totally take it and apply it to your motherhood. Share it. Share it with your moms, that uh, your friends that are, have multiples. More moms need this information in their life. Yeah, I love that so much. Thank yes. you so much for just taking this time out to come on here with us. And I'm very excited yeah, thank you. for this episode to go live because I know it's going to be a lot of value for our listeners. So thank you again. You are so welcome. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, are you guys still there? Don't click out just yet. Alexa and I wanted to share a little bit about a company that we work with and that we love so much. We wanted to share because we know that once you try these products, you're going to fall in love too. We use their products in our homes as replacements for everything from traditional toxic cleaning products to personal care items. We are talking about Young Living. And if you follow us on our personal Instagram pages, you've heard us rave all about Young Living products before, but we can't stop, won't stop. Young Living's motto is seed to seal. We know and trust where our products are sourced, what science goes into producing them, and what standards the final products are held to. They're the only oily company with this promise and with a major focus on sustainably producing quality products. We love knowing that all of our cleaning products, supplements, and scents in our home are safe, not only for us, but especially for our kids. If you ever have any questions regarding Young Living products, please reach out to us. This stuff is our jam. If you were wondering how to buy products, make sure you follow the link in our Instagram profile or email us directly. We would love for you to be part of our team and we look forward to sharing all the knowledge we have gained over the many, many years of being part of the Young Living fam. Shameless plug over. Now head on over to the link in our Instagram profile to learn more about Young Living and to see what we're talking about. Let's ditch and switch those harmful products in our home and get you started on your non-toxic journey ASAP. Boom. Thanks for listening. You can contact us at momsoutloudpodcast at gmail.com with questions, topic ideas, and collaborations. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Moms Out Loud. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.